Hey, welcome back to another episode of Online Marketing Simplified. My name is Brad Parnell. I'm here with special guest Nathaniel from Slate and Glass. Welcome, Nathaniel. Hey, good to be here. Thanks for being here. So Nathaniel's actually from Missouri. That's right. And is joining us today. So I'd love for you just to introduce yourself to the audience of saying what kind of what your business does and what problem you solve. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Nathaniel Maddox from Missouri. I own Slate and Glass, and we are a creative agency. Once we were a video production agency and we've kind of evolved into a creative agency with a heavy emphasis on visual content, photography and video content. So uh, the problem that we solve specifically for brands is really helping them identify who they are, finding the story that uh, oftentimes people overlook, uh, what makes them unique. And we dig that up and we help them create content that uh, tells that story to the world and their, their potential customers and whoever wants to interact and engage with their brand. So it's uh, part of it's creating content, part of it's just doing some digging and getting to know people and building relationships with them and tying ourselves to their brand and, and to who they are. So, yeah. so tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurship journey. How in the world did you get to serving? I mean, you, you serve some pretty big size brands. Yeah, I know you do some stuff for small business, but also some some well-known brands that I'm sure everyone here has heard of before. So tell us a little bit how you got started and how you, you got to where you're at now. Yeah, so, man, that could be a long story. It could be a short story. Let me find the middle ground. Um, my wife and I had just a dream of doing what we wanted to do creatively and left our uh, corporate jobs and moved to Seattle, Washington. Uh, and I, long story short, responded to a Craigslist ad uh, because I knew I could handle this video that needed to be done. I'd done some video work for, for as, uh, as a hobby for years. And uh, we did that video, and another church called us after that and said, hey, can you do a video for us? I'm like, sure. Well, I look for a real job. I'll do this. And uh, that evolved into a, a guy, a country singer named Craig Morgan. He had a TV show on the Outdoor Channel. And his producer called me and said, hey, uh, our editor just quit. Can you handle this TV show? You do TV shows, right? And I'm like, oh, of course I do TV shows. YouTube, how to produce a TV show. So uh, <laughs> I love it. We we went from doing short videos in our community in Seattle to weddings and real estate to this TV show. And that that TV show I did for three years, and that really allowed me to build a lot of relationships in the hunting and fishing community, the outdoor industry, because that's what his show is rooted in, and the country music industry as well. And so that really fits well with uh, my passions and the things that I love. I grew up in the country, grew up in Missouri, and uh, just been running with it ever since. It's a small industry, uh, and so if you can build relationships there, you can be really busy. That's neat. And, and now you've gotten to work with, I'm guessing probably some of your dream clients, like the, the, the brands that people associate you know, with some of the outdoor space and lifestyle space that you now have as clients. That's right. So I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to uh, hunting history. And uh, Mossy Oak is one of our big clients. And Mossy Oak is a company that I grew up watching all the shows. I had the VHS tapes and the magazines and learned how to hunt uh, because my family didn't hunt. I just lived in a place where a lot of people did through their videos and magazines and and now I'm in charge of creating their TV commercials and a lot of their content. And uh, that's wild to me just because that was like, those are the people I used to, you know, 
love watching and, and learning from. So Mossy Oak, the National Wild Turkey Federation, which is an organization that's really important to me, a conservation organization focused on the, the wild turkey and uh, a, a whole bunch of gun manufacturers. So all of those things I like, you know. So if you were if you were to pause and kind of just think about where you're at now from where you where you started, how does it make you feel to be doing that kind of work and serving those level of brands? Dude, that's a really good question. I mean, just this spring I was turkey hunting with Cuz and Toxie from Mossy Oak, and <clears throat> those names don't mean a lot to most people, but to me those were the guys I grew up watching. And I had like this moment of realization. It was almost emotional. I'm like, these are the guys who taught me how to hunt. They never met me until the last three or four years and now I'm hanging out with them and I'm actually hunting with these guys. It's weird, you know? So um, it's huge. It's such a big deal to me. And I think that's what's allowed me to serve those clients so well is because it's not transactional, you know? It's like, oh, I, I know your brand. They know that they've hired someone who knows their history really well. And, uh, and I can serve them in that way, which has been really cool. That's amazing. Yeah. So I'd love to hear, I always like to ask entrepreneurs the question of, you know, what books or podcasts you're listening to, because as you know, like that, that really fuels a lot of our actions and activities is what, what we put into our head and what we feed ourselves with. So I would love to hear what, what you're currently listening to, reading. Yeah. Interesting. So I listen to some outdoor podcasts. Um, I think that's important for us just it allows me to familiarize myself with what's trending and what's uh, going on in our industry. Um, I see the last book that I read, I actually listened to a lot of books. I have a hard time sitting down and just turning the pages, right? So um, I read a book called uh, Leaders Eat Last. Have you read that? And that was pretty good. That was pretty heavy for me. Um, that was last month, I guess. And then I've gone through the E-Myth series, you know, the different books that are involved with E-Myth, trying to learn how to, to guide this new team that I'm growing. Um, we've gone from three of us to seven of us in the last 12 months. And so that's been a like, okay, I need to equip myself with some knowledge and I, I've got to dig into some resources. So uh, there's that. And then there's a book called The Collaborative Way that's been really, really transformational for our team. It's a process of uh, five points of communication to have clear and consistent communication with the team. And it's about being for each other. It's about speaking clearly. It's about being honest. And so that's a book that we've all read after I read it. And now we've actually implemented it with our team. And, you know, they have a, an implementer who's helped us along that path. But the collaborative way is something that we've leaned into a lot lately. Very cool. I love it. So, so on the podcast, we talk some about marketing strategies, obviously with online marketing simplified, our mission is to break down some things and really help other entrepreneurs know what's working and what's not working. And the best way to do that is even for some real life experiences. So I'm putting you on the spot here, but I'd, I'd love to hear you can give whatever order you want, but some things you've done that have worked really well in terms of marketing and then some things that have maybe just completely failed and didn't work for you. That's a good question. So <clears throat> as far as this business goes with marketing, we have never, to this point, spent any money on marketing. It's been all relationship-based, word of mouth. Um, I work on the project at this company and somebody from that company knows someone at this company and it's like, you know, it's just snowballed into what it is. 
So uh, as far as having like a lot of track record of me putting dollars out there and seeing what's worked, I don't have that. Now we're we're about to see some potential uh, pros and cons with that because we're moving into a new season with this business. But at this point, I just don't have a lot of uh, experience. I did do a radio ad one time and uh, that cost me $245 and I don't think I got a single phone call. <laughs> Maybe some exposure there, right? Like hopefully Maybe. some people heard it, it aired. <laughs> right, yeah. And uh, so no, that's that's it. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so I'm, I'm really anxious to learn. And that's one of the reasons I came here to work with you and everybody here at GE Rocket was to go, all right, we're going to spend some money on marketing. How do we spend it right? Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, on that, you know, I'd love to hear maybe just kind of your experience. So you came in for what we call the Rocket Fuel Retreat. Yeah. Spent a full day with me and my team, just yeah. kind of doing stuff for you for a full day. Or actually, it's been two days now, yeah. so two full days. So can you walk through maybe kind of some of that, that experience to you? Yeah, so it, it's been a very eye-opening couple of days, right? So um, you guys have provided these tools that I didn't even honestly know existed. It's like not just the tools, but the knowledge that you bring to the table, that your whole team brings to the table. It was like we get here, spent the first few minutes just explaining who we are to everyone. And then from that point on, everybody was like popping away on their computers. And I'm like, I wonder if they're paying attention. <laughs> they were just actually working on the stuff that was going toward, you know, this whole process. Like these, this team is so efficient, so quick to just jump on board. And I've been blown away by how fast you guys uh, learned about who we are, about our brand, and then turned around and implemented that into the processes and the funnels and all the things we're working on. So I'm super excited about uh, the next few months to, to put this stuff into motion. Uh, because I didn't even know most of this existed, to be honest. I've just been working and making relationships with people. And, you know, the marketing in my world has been taking somebody to turkey camp and drinking bourbon and signing a contract, you know. And there is, there is <laughs> nothing wrong with that. That should continue. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of the things, you know, my business coach always says is how many, how many coffees can you have or how many hunting trips can you have? Yeah. There's a point at scale where it's like, how can I get in front of more people that still still feels personalized, but with some automation, yeah. um, which is which is exactly what you guys are doing. That's that's exciting. Yeah. And if you guys are interested in more about that, you can always visit uh, rocketfuelretreat.com. Um, book a free consult just to hear more about what we can do in one day for your business. But let's jump back to you, uh, Nathaniel. So, what do you feel like is one of the hardest decisions that you've had to make in business up until now? Mm. Hardest decisions, I'd say there's a couple of them. One big picture decision was the decision to move from being a an operating uh, technician, as the e book uses the term, right? The guy who's doing all the work and trying to keep my head above water um, to how do I create a team where this can be more efficient, I can have more free time with my family and not working until midnight every night, right? So that was a big decision I have to go. I'm gonna to have to be okay with letting go of things, but I'm not gonna recklessly let go of things. I'm gonna strategically let go of things. So how do we do that? So that's been such a huge decision and I haven't gotten it right yet. I think we're on the track though of yeah. doing that. Um, learning as I go, because I still wanna hold on to every detail and say, no, I'll do that, I'll do that. But I've got a really great team working. Uh, that is, has been one of the most important decisions. I think also just like the hardest things are um, 
you know, a couple times brought people into our team and it hasn't worked out. And uh, so as a business owner, I'm like figuring out it really sucks when it doesn't work out with someone you care about. So you have to go, how are we going to walk, you know, go separate ways or how are we going to handle the situation? So that's one of the, the hardest things for me is because I'm such a relational person. And so now when I hire people, I have to think about it way too much because I go, oh, this is a big deal. If I bring this person into our team, it has to be the right culture fit. They have to be the, they have to have the right skill set or the ability to take on that skill set because I don't want to have to split people off of our team over, you know? So, yeah. You know. Yeah. That's, that's a great quality to have is to know to hire by, by culture and by values, not just by technical skill set that I think a lot of us can yeah. fall victim to. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is, this is a fun question. I always love to ask if you could go back to younger Nathaniel, take a little time machine, let's say like 10 years ago, what would you tell yourself from what you know now? Yeah. Let me go back 30 years first <laughs> because I wanted to do creative stuff when I was just a kid and I was always drawing or always learning musical instrument or, and, uh, you know, my dad is just a hardworking blue collar guy and he would always go, remember, that's all fun, but you gotta have a real job one day, right? And it was that, and he didn't mean to be discouraging in any way, but no one uh, in, in, on the dirt road I grew up on and could conceptualize a creative job. And so I think for a long time, I just never took uh, a serious step toward figuring out how to do something like this for a living because I didn't think it was uh, sensible, maybe. That's what I was told. Uh, so looking back to maybe 10 years old or something, it would have been like, man, it would have been cool to know that we were going to, and who would have known in the 80s or the early 90s that we were going to live in the world we live in where all of this is right at our fingertips, right? But it would have been cool to know that <clears throat> this was a, a, tra a trajectory that was possible. But just even 10 years ago, like, 10 years ago, we were scra just scraping pennies together, dude, to try to make it happen, you know? And it was like, I'll do some videos while I'm looking for a real job. And now I could have skipped ahead a few years, potentially. I don't think I would take any of the steps differently, though. It's been such a cool journey, but yeah. That's fantastic. Well, tell everyone here um, where they can find you. If you guys are interested in more about Slate and Glass and Nathaniel and what he does, where can they find you online? slateandglass.com that's our website and you know instagram facebook and the social media outlets um you can find our work yeah we would love to jump in and help any brand or organization that's looking to tell their story in, in a cinematic way in a really heartfelt way that's sort of our wheelhouse you know so uh yeah it's not just mossy oak and you know, large gun manufacturers or whatever, Yeti coolers, some of our other clients. It's like any company that really wants to tell their story and be authentic. Uh, our mantra is truth builds trust. So we want to help brands tell the truth and build trust. So that's where they can find us. I love it. Yep. So if you guys need to find out more, you can go to slateandglass.com yep. and find out more. And Nathaniel, thank you for being on our show. Absolutely. You guys, thanks for being here and we'll catch you next time.